what do you think that symbolizes? I don't want Indy to die. That you don't want to go to any bios pretty soon? I'm or scared of <laughs> any swamps? Alligators? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm never moving to the swampy area. Yeah, never. <laughs> Unless it's Shrek Swamp. Yeah, I'll live there. Which I'm not afraid of any ogres. No. Girl brain. Welcome back to the Girl Brain Podcast. I'm Katie. I'm Bree. And we are dreaming. <gasps> Just kidding. But this week, we're talking about what? Dreams. Dreams. Cue Dreams by Fleetwood Mac. Good song. Did you know for the longest time I thought Fleetwood Mac was a man? Uh, and I, I thought he was a man who rapped. You were mistaken. I know. Who rapped. <laughs> I'm trying to think of who you thought that was. Maybe Ernie Mac? No, wait, who's Ernie Mac? Bernie Mac. Bernie. <laughs> <laughs> Dang it! Alright, I don't think he rapped though either, did he? He was in Agent Cody Banks. <laughs> oh, that's wait, no, that's not. Question. No, that's the wrong guy. He was in Charlie's Angels. Anyways, uh, we're gonna tell you all about our dreams about both Fleetwood Mac and Bernie Mac. And we're really excited because we have some listener dreams that we're gonna talk about too. <gasps> yeah, we, so. we asked the world, we took a people's poll, and we are going to talk about your guys' experiences. So, Katie, before we get into that, do you have any news for us this week? I do, and it is catastic. Oh, heavens. If that brings you any insight onto what we're talking about this week. We're talking about Palmerston, the cat that lived in the Prime Minister's house in UK. <laughs> in the UK. He was a diplomat and the chief mouser in their house. His name was Palmerston. Palmerston. That's a classic cat name. It is. He also has a really awesome skill where he can type on a computer because he wrote this entire letter in English <gasps> that he signed with his two paws. Wow. Talking about how he was retiring from being the mouser in the prime minister's home and saying he wanted a life away from the front line. <laughs> so. So he would catch mice in the, pri- in the prime minister's home. Yeah, and he... Um, was the chief mouser. Chief mouser. <laughs> I just think Did it's so ha- funny that they wrote an entire article about how this cat retired. Do you think that he had to like campaign and like go through an election process for that job? Or do you think I really hope just- so because there's a. It says here in the article, which we will uh, link in the show notes, that he actually did not have smooth diplomatic relations with Larry, the cat that lived a couple str- uh, houses down from the prime minister's home. <laughs> So, I'm wondering if him and Larry were the two that were gunning for this position. Man, and yeah, they're scrapping Palmerston it out. got it. Scrapping it out. Do you think retirement means he died? Like, whenever your parents tell you that your cat runs away, but it's actually dead. Like, it's, they're like, we took him to the farm. Like, they told the prime minister just to save his, his, like, <laughs> Make him feel heart. better. Yeah, like, he's they're retiring. They're like, he's running his own farm now. No, he's moving to Florida. Like, he's... <laughs> He's found a really nice condo. Sweet. Yeah, he's staying at an old folks' home, and he's just gonna stay on the beach. He's and... newly married. Yeah, he found a honey to Mrs. Palmerston. Yes, mice everywhere. He has a Twitter. Oh, it was at Diplomog. What does that even mean? Like diplomatic cat. 
That's that doesn't make sense, doesn't make any sense. No. Diplo. Anyways, go mouse ahead. mouse getter. Oh, I have no idea. I don't know either. But anyway, um, his colleague said he would be missed. So Palmerston, thank you for your service. Bree, let's thank our sponsors for today. Yes, let's do that. Our sponsors that we would like to thank include Fleetwood Mac. <laughs> The app Rain Rain, which I use to fall asleep. It tells stories and it makes rain noises. We would also like to thank Melatonin from Walgreens. Yes. And just <laughs> to quickly give you an update, we are not actually sponsored by any of these people, but if you would like to sponsor us, please do that now. Thank you. Thank just... you and good night. Before we uh, talk about our own experiences with dreams, Katie, can you explain what is a dream? Wow, I'm so glad you asked. <laughs> so, dreams are basically thoughts, images, sensations, and sometimes sounds that occur while you're sleeping. Um, there's no really definitive evidence about what dreams consist of. People dream about a lot of different things, and it's based on the experiences you have in your own life, and um, one person's dream is going to be completely different from someone else's, as you will find out when Brie and I start talking about our dreams that we've had the past month. The most vivid dreams you have occur during REM sleep, which is... Rapid eye movement. Yep, it's when you are the most asleep. Which only happens a couple hours a night, I think. But it's crazy to, to hear that because um, I feel like I mostly only remember my dreams Right when I'm waking up. Yeah, I have them in the morning a lot too. I don't remember the. I don't feel like I remember the dreams I'm having late at night. I'm remembering the dreams that happen when I'm waking up. So yeah, interesting. Yeah. So Bree, tell me about why we dream. Um. So there are some varying opinions on why we dream. They're not necessarily required to live and function, but it is. Uh, suggested that we dream um, due to random brain activation or possibly just to help in memory formation or problem solving. Um, but there's not really any real clear indication of why we do dream other than, oh, some people think it is, like you said, a reflection of things happening in your real life. Some mm -hmm. people think it is um, like your repressed experiences from your childhood, like coming through in your dreams. And like really impactful experiences like from your PTSD. past. Yeah, maybe. Or just like things that happened in your like your past like impacted you a lot. Like you might have dreams about that in adulthood and it's like in your unconscious like part of your brain. But um it's pretty cool. You get to like you can almost like read your own mind whenever you have a dream. Because it's like it's connecting to your unconscious part of mm -hmm. your brain and you're like, Whoa, I didn't even know I had that thought or feeling. Like I'm so out of touch with my emotions. Mm-hmm. So dreams can be cool in that way. Um, some people actually uh, in history thought that dreams were like predicting the future. Like premonitions? Yeah. That's fact. Like if you ever had a dream, <laughs> it was you being a psychic. Yeah. So like, Or a witch. If I had any really weird dreams, I wouldn't tell anybody, right? I'd be like, oh, God, they're going to burn me. like, oh, I'm gonna, a witch. They're going to burn, gonna me, gonna at burn me at the stake. <laughs> Especially in my weird dreams. Like, you no do have the way. strangest dreams. Um, do you have any fun facts about dreams, Katie? Dreaming is a highly emotional process. 
the amygdala, the emotional center in your brain, is one of the areas of your brain that's most active during dreams. Have you ever cried while having a dream? Oh, man, yeah. And I'm actually going to talk about one of those when we talk about recurring dreams. Okay, I don't think I ever have. I've never woken up crying from a dream, but I've had multiple friends that have said they woke up crying. And I'm like, that is nuts. I've I've woken up with, like, chills or, like, like, sweating or, like, a really high heart rate. Okay, any other fun facts? I think I had some more, actually. Say one of yours. Oh, going back around 5,000 years ago in Mesopotamia, throwback, um, they would document dreams on clay tablets and because they thought that they were messages from God. That's like, cool. Like, or the gods that they, like, worshipped, like, some kind of deity. Um, or that they were, like, from deceased people, like, their dead friends. Like, whenever, if I ever die before you, I'm going to enter your dreams and tell you things. Please do. Like, Katie... Go start that organization in my name. And the one for herpes? Yes. <laughs> that one that's really close to home. <laughs> Go start it. Um, she had it. And you know what, guys? You know what? She, she died. Full life. <laughs> she died from other things. She tripped and fell. <laughs> yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start the tripping and falling organization. <laughs> T-A-F-O. Tapo. The Tripping and Falling Organization, raising $80 a year for people who fall and die. Um, That's really sad, because I bet a lot of <laughs> old people fall and die. Oh, no, they do not. Let's cut that out of this. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to be morbid here, but no. we will talk about death a little bit later. Yeah, we will. Um, here's a fun fact. Some people uh, act out their dreams during sleep, and it's called REM behavior disorder. And <laughs> this can That be is da- so funny. It can be dangerous to your partner that you sleep with. Because, I mean, what if you're, like, dreaming that you're boxing or something, you know? I was watching Grey's Anatomy one time, uh-huh. and it was one of the later seasons, but um, Christina's husband, who, he was the redhead, I don't remember his Yeah, name. that some doctor, I don't remember Yeah, he had PTSD from the war. being in the war, and he, like, tried to stab <gasps> her in her sleep with, like, I don't even, I don't think it was anything sharp, but he was like, or I think he, or he was choking her. I can't remember which one, but he like was dreaming about it and then he woke up and did that. If, I don't know if that would ever actually happen, but if I acted that would be out, so scary. If I acted out my dreams, I could see those going really sour. One time I had a dream there was an alien coming out of my shower wall and I was beating it to death with my razor. <laughs> it was like an alien, like a green looking leathery alien with big eyes, like one of those. And I was so like funny. literally like trying to slice it with my razor. I've had some very violent dreams, so. Um, I have one more fact okay. before we get into our dreams. And um, you know what I'm going to say at the end of this? You'll have to find out. All right. We're, I'm reading an article right now, or I read an article earlier, mm-hmm. which I will link in the show notes that is talking about why do you forget your dreams? Because, I mean, I know we dream every night. That's one of the things that our body does every single night is we dream. You just can't always remember them. And one of the things that this article is saying is that the neurotransmitters forming memory are less active during sleep. So that means that the dreams that you're having, you're not going to remember as well because those neurotransmitters aren't like storing the storing, Yeah during all of it and some dreams can last like a few seconds and some last up to like 20 to 30 minutes or even like an hour or something no actually i don't know if there's any hour long dreams i think that's a little too long which is crazy because i feel like i've had dreams that lasted the entire night yeah same (laughs) it's like probably only 10 minutes um yeah that is interesting well if that's all the facts that we have then i'm gonna go ahead and wrap this up with a, and that's facts 
<laughs> Brie, let's get personal right now. Right now. On air? On air. We never do that. <laughs> I want to hear about one of your dreams. So actually, let me preface this by saying, in preparation for this podcast, Brie and I have been cataloging <laughs> our dreams that we've been having mm-hmm. for the past month. And we have a lot of really good ones. And... They are very interesting, so we're excited to talk about some of them today. Okay, so one of my dreams that I had uh, last month was um, I was hanging these, and these are like exact notes from my iPhone notes. I would wake up in the morning and like type them out, like half asleep. Was hanging at a random house with a bunch of people, kind of like real world, and someone clogged a toilet and everyone blamed me. Katie started it. I was embarrassed and ran away. <laughs> I love that I started it. Yeah, you're a jerk. I dreamt about Katie a lot. Because <laughs> I'm so important to you. Sure. <laughs> Did you have a dream that you wanted to share? Should yes, I, I do. Okay. Okay, so one of the dreams I had, which these dreams, a couple of them I will link at the end. Not link. I will add them at the end of the podcast. Oh, yeah. Stick around for that because you recorded. I recorded myself <laughs> talking about them like right when I'd woken up. And They're so, hilarious. <laughs> I'm like half asleep. I have my retainer in and she's like, terrible. I woke up from a dream and there were spiders. <laughs> <laughs> so one of the dreams I had that was so vivid and I didn't cry, but I felt like I could have was Indy, my dog. She and I and I think some other people were at a house and she was playing in the backyard with another dog and all of a sudden there was a, an alligator and some other creature that had really big teeth that were standing next to her and she was trying to, I don't know, play with them or something and I looked away and then I turned back around and the crocodile had bitten her leg. So I grabbed whoever I was with and I was like, let's go, she's hurt. And so we ran downstairs and we went, ran into the yard, and she was running towards us, and her leg was, like, half fallen off. And I was just sitting there, like, screaming my head off. And then I woke up, and I looked for her, and she wasn't with me. She was at my fiancé's house, and I was, like, calling him, asking him if she's okay. Because sometimes I just... My dreams, I feel like, a lot of times I wake up and I feel like they happen. <laughs> they were real. Yeah, Katie's the kind of person, like, she'll get mad at somebody in her dream and wake up and still be mad at them. Like. Yes, I will tell you about a time that that happened <laughs> to me. You wronged me in my sleep last night, and I'm not going to forget you for it until you apologize. <laughs> <laughs> so that was a really fun dream to have. That um, was fun. Um, what do you think that symbolizes? I don't want Indy to die. That you don't want to go to any bios pretty soon? I'm or scared of <laughs> any swamps? Alligators? <laughs> yeah, probably. <laughs> I'm never moving to a swampy area. Yeah, never. <laughs> Unless it's Shrek Swamp. Yeah, I'll live there. Which I'm not afraid of any ogres. No. Brie, what's your next dream? Uh, so I had a dream recently that um, this couple that I, like, literally barely know, like, have met maybe once, like, a long time ago. Um, we'll just call her, we'll call them Jack and Jill. <laughs> I was um, part of a proposal for Jack and Jill. Um, so Jack, like, asked me to go out into the country and stand on this really, really tall, like, wooden tower uh, in like a princess dress and I had this really long <laughs> wig on and the whole purpose of this was that he was going to take her to this field and see like Rapunzel's in the field and he was going to propose to her 
with Rapunzel in the background because Rapunzel was her favorite princess, like, obviously. Um, and so I, like, was on this tall tower with a wig on that, like, went to the floor, but, like, my back was to them because, you know, it's a private moment. You don't want me to, like, <laughs> intrude. And so I'm just, like, my back's to them, and he, like, proposed behind me to her, and she said yes, and then I got down and we all hugged, and I did not <laughs> know this couple very well. It was just us three at their proposal. It I was love a, that they hired you. Did, it was they, an did honor. you get paid? No, it was just like, hey, girl, like, I know I don't know you very well, but like, will you be Rapunzel at this engagement? You're like, absolutely. <laughs> like, 100%. Been my dream. I think I was years. wearing one of those like tall cone hats, too, like that the princesses wore back in the old tiny movies. That's so beautiful. <laughs> yeah, I was gorgeous. <laughs> Proud of you. Thank you. You're so. following your dreams. Yeah. Well, my last one that I'm going to talk about is. A really strange one. I have no idea what it means at all. Basically what happened is me and a bunch of people were in a big field. Do you see this reoccurring theme of me being in a field? Yeah. Like seeing a large area? I was in a field too. So I'm in a big field and there are like hundreds of gophers. And the gophers are chasing this tiny bunny. And so me and my friends go save the bunny. And we try to put the bunny back in their little bunny hole. Duh. And then we couldn't actually fit the bunny in there because there were a bunch of dead bunnies in the bunny hole. That is so morbid. So we had to pull all <laughs> the dead bunnies out of the bunny hole. Ugh. And there was one live bunny in the bunny hole that the other one could go play with. And so we put it in there and it got to go play in there. And then we stood back up and turned around and there were literally hundreds of, if not thousands of gophers. <laughs> thousands of gophers. <laughs> Just a sea of gophers. <laughs> and I don't know how we did it, but we somehow killed them. We did it. I'm just imagining I slayed like, the gophers. like Lord of the Rings fighting scene, you against the gophers. <laughs> it's like the orcs. Yeah, that's probably exactly what it looked like. I just can't remember at all. Sounds really hot. That's a really hot dream. It was great. We're going to touch on some dreams that we've had in the past that have stuck in our long-term memory for our whole lives. So, Brie, let's get into it. Okay, so one weird dream that I had in college, um, and it stuck with me so much and it was so vivid, I had a baby, like I had like a, I had a daughter and I named her River, which was like super weird because like I'm not really the type of person that like really has all my baby names picked out at this age. Like I've got ideas, obviously. Okay, like I've got a running notes on my phone of ideas, but every River, girl does. But River <laughs> was not on that list, and so I was like, what? But I I woke up from the dream, uh, in college, and I wrote it in my phone notes, and I still have it to this day, like the date and the time, and I wrote River Dream, and so ever since then, I've just felt like this weird conviction to like name my. I feel like I'm for sure gonna have a daughter as my first child. Like I don't know why, I just feel so sure. And I'm like, one, I really want to name her River, you know, at the expense of her getting bullied in grade school. I'm River's, okay with that. River's a beautiful name. <laughs> I thought so too, but. You can call her Ver. God, no. <laughs> <laughs> but, anyways, that's one of my like dreams that really stuck with me from my past. What about you? I have some that I'm going to talk about, but I'm going to wait until we get to the recurring dream section. Okay, okay. Well, I have a couple more then that affected me so much that can I talk about them? Yeah. Okay. One, I was running through a house, like some weird random house out in the middle of nowhere, running from shooters. Like I was just in this house with some people and then they like stormed the place, like SWAT team or something or like terrorists. I don't know. And so I am running from them, like getting chased through this house. 
and I lock myself in a bathroom and I hide in the bathtub and I can hear them talking. They're about to break into the bathroom. Like, you know, whenever you're like in a dream and you're like hiding and like you can hear them like coming and it's the most terrifying thing ever. But then I hear them say something about how they're going to bomb the place and then it goes silent and they've left. And I'm like sitting there waiting, knowing they're about to blow me up. And then I do, they blow up the house and I'm just in this bathtub and I just get blown up. Did you wake up before it blew up or did you wake up? I think up? I woke up right when that happened. But it was like so vivid. Like those are the dreams that freak me out. I remember whenever I was younger and people would always say, if you died in a dream, you died in real life. And so yeah. I was always terrified that if something happened in my dream where I died, I would never mm-hmm. wake up again. And I think I remember at one point having a dream where I like fell off a building or like jumped off a building or something. And I woke up before I hit the floor. Mm-hmm. And I was like, thank goodness I woke up. I was I so close to dying. I would have died. <laughs> Well, it's, it's like, like your I don't what's like, like something night? about your heart stopping or something. I've heard that was claimed to be false. Like I bet they, it is. I bet it's I just think, a, they did some research. Scary thing that people say to kids so that they'll That's like some nightmare in Elm Street. Never stuff. sleep. Right? Isn't that Nightmare in Elm Street? <laughs> nightmare in Elm Street is when the guy comes in your dreams, yeah. Yeah, Freddy Krueger? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. Exa- I was so afraid of that when I was growing up. I like never wanted to dream again. I think we watched it one time in middle school. And I'm you, sure like, you forced me to. You didn't watch any of it. Katie forces me to watch scary movies. And I, I like she, scary movies. And then she watches them and laughs the whole time, and then she doesn't think about them ever again. And I am they stuck. It doesn't affect me like haunted and, houses do. And I am <laughs> stuck, like, ruminating every detail and every gory thing that ever happened and, like, imagining these horrible things happening to me for, like, weeks afterwards. Like, I cannot sleep. Brie has a specific dream that she'll talk about later in the episode. <gasps> Dun-dun. Katie. Will you please just tell us what our people had to say? We asked, you answered. What are some of the people poll, people's polls dreams? I have some really good ones that people gave us. Yeah. We had quite a few. Um, we're just going to say some of the funniest and best ones. So one of the ones that we had was from Carly. She said, meeting celebrities and they hate me for something I never did. <laughs> What a nightmare. <laughs> Can you imagine meeting a celebrity and then being like, I don't ever want to see you again. And you're like, but I idolize you. And they're like, no. You know what you did. You're like, I don't know what I, I did. did. <laughs> what did I do? You're like defending yourself. You're like, Kylie. Kylie, no. I didn't. I didn't it wasn't me. I did not smear your name through the mud to those reporters. <laughs> I just wonder what happened that made her have that dream. Does she have any celebrities that she feels like she's wronged? Uh, Carly, I know for a fact, met Justin Bieber before he was, like, really popular and big at Big Splash. So (laughs) maybe she said something to him. (laughs) Good job, Carly. Okay, who else? Amanda Mm -hmm. said, I had a dream that I had needles all over my scalp and I was supposed to pull them out. (laughs) What do you mean, like, I was supposed to? Like, they're just like, you got to pull them out. Or it's like, you know, in a dream, whenever something's happening and no one's told you anything, but you just know that you have to do something and you don't know why. You're like, I just have to give myself you're a like, C-section. You're like, I'm supposed to organize these turtles by size. <laughs> <laughs> I hope that that went well. Oh, that's scary. I wonder if that was a thing where you could feel it in your dream. <gasps> like, have she had, had, like, those? pins and needles, like, in her scalp, maybe, or yeah, something? Yeah, like... I get that when I get really scared, like, in nightmares, I get pins and needles in my scalp. That's crazy. I, I mean, it's better that she was going to have to pull them out rather than put them in, right? Yeah. Putting needles in. Yeah. <laughs> giving yourself acupuncture into your scalp. <laughs> that would not be fun. Um, let's do two more. So, 
Paige said, I have a trip that I have to leave for ASAP, but I haven't packed, and for some strange reason, I can only pack my suitcase one item at a time. <laughs> can you imagine? That is, like, the most stressful thing in the entire world. That is stressful. Wait, but I, I do pack my suitcase one item at a time. You can put more than one thing in your suitcase, though. I guess so, but I usually don't. Uh, I guess I do. I guess I make piles of things outside my suitcase and then I stack Maybe them it's in. like she can has to like leave everything where it is and then like go get it from her closet. Okay, and she can't organize them based it. on what they look like. Okay, yeah, I understand that is a really stressful situation. That would make me so stressed out because I feel like I'm the type of person who needs to lay everything out and then pack it. Yeah, I can't. or at I, least fold it in like a good economical yeah. way. And the trip is tomorrow? ASAP. I had to leave for a trip ASAP. She's like, oh my gosh, I can only put one thing in at a time. She's like, I guess I'm just taking this t-shirt. That's all. You know what I would do? I would be like the kind of person that accidentally packed like four things of underwear and like no shirts. You know? (laughs) Or like 17 pairs of underwear and no shirts. I'm like, I can't remember what I put in. I'm doing it one at a time. (laughs) That'd be great. Yeah, I do that anyways though. Um... This is something we're going to touch on again during recurring dreams, but Ellie said her teeth falling out, which yes. we had quite a few people who said the same thing, Lots. that their teeth were falling out. So thank you, so, listeners, for giving us your dreams. We really appreciated that. Brie, let's move on to recurring dreams, because we keep mentioning that, and I think it's going to be a really fun topic. A little bit of research before um, this recording uh, on recurring dreams, because I know I've had a lot of recurring dreams. I know we talked about like some of our listeners that commented on having like teeth falling out, which that's a big one, but there's a few others that I related to from this article that I read. Uh, So I'm going to share those with you and Katie, just jump in if you've ever Can I ask you first, do you have any just like overall general facts about why we have recurring dreams or is it mostly just specific recurring dreams? Um, Well, the strange thing is that like there are there's like a list that you'll find on the internet where it's like multiple like lists of recurring dreams that uh, like a ton of people all have and so that was something I was kind of wondering I was like well how is it that we all have the same recurring dreams um that are like and some of them are so specific Mm -hmm. and I can't really tell you why because like the teeth falling out thing like it they all symbolize something deeper than like your teeth falling out or something else which we'll get into but I don't understand why we all have the same things that symbolize similar stuff. Interesting. In our lives. So I, I'm not really sure how to answer that question. Okay. Well, if you guys know, give us a shout. Yeah. So, Let us out. <laughs> so this uh, article was from verywellmind.com. It was called Understanding Your Dreams. And we'll link it in the show notes. Um, but, like, the first one that we came across was teeth falling out, which obviously everyone already talked about, which I thought was just crazy. Because I know I've had, like, weird teeth dreams where either my like teeth were cracking or I was like they were in pain or like they were falling out or like something really strange was happening have have you ever had any weird teeth dreams not that I can remember but I mean I could have and don't you grind your teeth in your sleep I do grind my teeth yeah so that's interesting to me I feel like sometimes I wake up after having a weird teeth dream and I've like been like clenching my jaw down really hard Mm -hmm. maybe that's why my teeth hurt and maybe that's what's happening. Like, when you're stressed out, you, like, clench your teeth in your sleep, and then you have I dreams feel like about I, it. I feel like my grinding my teeth is worse whenever I have... You're, like, stressed. Yeah. Anxiety or anything. So, the interweb says um, that your teeth falling out might mean that you're worried about your attractiveness or your appearance. Um, so, if you're, like, feeling really ugly that day or something, and, like, you have a dream that your teeth are falling out, and you're, like, walking around old, no teeth. 
Have you seen those uh, pictures of celebrities where they like take out the, pe- the people's teeth? Those are so freaking funny. Where their eyebrows are gone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> those are funny. Yeah. So if you're like feeling self-conscious, you might be having a weird teeth dream where you have no teeth and you're walking around like a pterodactyl. Um, you could also be having a teeth falling out dream if you're um, concerned about your ability to communicate or you're concerned that you might have said something embarrassing interesting yeah i feel like that's probably more related to what my teeth dreams are i feel like if it was that you'd like want your tongue gone not your teeth yeah that's true you'd be like i don't want to talk ever again someone cut my tongue <laughs> cut out my tongue out you could still talk to well you could talk without teeth too i don't think you could talk without your tongue you need your tongue to talk you can make yeah. noises yeah. who had their tongue taken out in uh game of thrones did someone have their tongue taken out? Surely, right? It sounds like a Game of Thrones thing. I know someone had something else taken off. Whoa! What does that mean? <laughs> if you've never seen Game of Thrones, you'll never know. Um, okay, so another thing about teeth um, falling out dreams is that it could be an indication um, of you losing your personal power and your ability to be assertive, decisive, and self-protective. And that's connected to this idea that like, we have teeth to like cut and tear through things and like it's a main it's a really big tool that we use and so if you don't have that you've lost like your resources it's crazy that something as like strange or small Mm -hmm. as your teeth falling out can symbolize all of these things and also it's just weird that multiple people whenever they're feeling like these feelings of insecurity or something that they get represented in your dreams through your teeth falling out like it could have been anything like it could have been like your hair being gone Although I do think I did have a dream that my hair was gone one time. You have so many dreams. <laughs> I have I think the that, craziest dream, I guys. think that we have the same amount of dreams, and I just can't, I never remember mine. You remember yours really well. Well, there is a, a time in my life where I was on this medication that, one, gave me, it either gave me really weird dreams or just forced me to remember all the dreams that I was having, which I think that's probably a big part of it. I think it's just, everyone has really weird dreams. You just don't always remember parts of them. But mm-hmm. this medication I was on, it forced me to, I, like, remembered all of my dreams, and it was really, like, weird and stressful and, like... <laughs> Strange. So I had a. I wish I had a bunch of notes from that time period, but I don't really remember what happened. You'd have to keep a dream journal. Those dreams. Yeah, I seriously, might. Um, I actually had during our month of recording dreams. I did have a dream about gnashing my teeth together, and then my back teeth cracked and fell out. Oh. And I was so stressed out because I was like, "Those are my back teeth. Like, what do I chew with now? I got to chew on the front teeth, like like a, like a mouse or something, a durable." Any other comments on? teeth falling out i hope it doesn't happen so what are some other dreams that a lot of people have um another recurring dream is being naked in public like the beginning of bring it on the original remember that yes i do remember that (laughs) what's her name carmen no becky no they spell her name out torrance wow it's torrance torrance you're captain torrance right that sounds right. Anyways, she's naked in the beginning of Bring It On in her dream. Like, she's cheering in front of the school and her top is off. And I feel like I have had very similar dreams. I <laughs> don't think I've ever had a dream. I had a, <gasps> I had a dream recently. Sorry, I just yawned. Oh, I don't think I ever had a dream. <laughs> <laughs> never dreamt once. <laughs> I never had a dream. I don't know why I'm talking about this. <laughs> you haven't had any naked dreams? I don't think so. I had a dream... Uh, during the month of journaling where I was like at a clinic and 
I didn't know why I was there, like in urgent care. <laughs> and I was just like in an examination room, like showering, like naked. And the doctor and like a medical student walked in and like started talking to me. And I just continued showering and talking to them like they could just see me. And I was like, I, told, I remember telling myself like, this is normal and cool. They're doctors. Like, <laughs> they can see me. So, and then I like walked around the urgent care with them in a robe. It was so strange. So what is that? mean when you're naked in public being naked in public uh suggests that uh you're feeling like a phony or that you're afraid of revealing your imperfections and shortcomings it's like you're just really vulnerable like interesting or you're being exposed like hmm like if you call out a lie or something and you're like wow i've never felt more vulnerable in my whole life yeah like you're like just when exposed. you're naked in the middle of the mall that happened to you? No. You were actually naked in the middle of the mall? <laughs> yeah, I was running around naked in the middle of the mall. I just remembered I one time had a dream where I was like at I was like at a school or something, like a high school or maybe like in a college classroom. And like I had this shirt on that was like kind of loose and flowy. And like it was just like falling off in weird places. And like I couldn't like ever get it to like <laughs> fix. But like I was pretty much just like exposed to like everybody. Like the armholes were in the wrong spot, if you know what I mean. And Oh my god! I was like, <laughs> and like everyone was staring at like I was moving in slow motion, like I could not get my shirt to like be in the correct place. That's so, always really fun. That was horrifying. Um, some other recurring dreams that happen are falling. Oh, I've had so many falling dreams in the past. I've had dreams where I fell off of buildings. Yeah. Or I fell downstairs. I remember those. I've, I've, like, fallen off of, like, bridges and cliffs and buildings and stuff, yeah. And it's, those like... Those are, like, so scary. So scary. Those are more, like, nightmares. They feel so real. It's, like, your body, like, you feel the weight of yourself, like, flying to the ground. Um, so, dreaming of falling is very common, and it's a symbol of fear in real life. Perhaps failing at work or in your love life. It checks out, people. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would make sense to me. I can't remember when I had those dreams, but I bet I was. I'm like, I feel like that all the time. So I'm sure I just fall in every dream. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know, that stops. Uh, Another recurring dream is being chased. I've had a lot of being chased dreams. I used to have a recurring dream when I was a child where I was being chased by this really giant man and Mm -hmm. I couldn't run fast at all. I could only, I could only run really, really slow. And, um, I also couldn't scream. So oh, those were terrifying when I was a kid. That is so scary. I have those as an adult. And I was running around in like a... It looked like... Like if you guys have ever seen Inside Out, the movie, mm-hmm. it was like a bunch of just like rows of like random objects. Or like in the Ministry of Magic, whenever Harry and all of his friends in the fifth movie, they go into the... Hall of Mysteries, isn't that what it's called? No. Room of Mysteries? Something like that. And they run around and there's just like shelves on shelves on shelves. And it's just a bunch of like... It's basically like a big room with a bunch of shelves. Yeah. It's like Home Depot. Yeah. And I was just running, <laughs> I was just running around. It's like a Sam's Club. <laughs> I could not run. It, that was the scariest part is I just could not run fast. I have dreams that like really hot guys are like chasing me and like asking me for my number. It's just That's like so hard. It's like so scary. <laughs> um, so the internet says that uh, having dreams about being chased could indicate a desire to escape from your own fears or desires. Interesting. So that makes a lot of sense as to why I have so many... <laughs> being chased dreams because I'm always avoiding my problems. <laughs> um, Enneagram type seven. Whoop, whoop. The key to understanding what 
a dream might mean depends partly on identifying your pursuer. So if you're being chased by an animal, it could be that you're hiding from your own, like, problems, like your feelings or your, like, anger or, like, any kind of thoughts or passions you're having. But if your pursuer is a mysterious unknown figure, it could be, like, some childhood trauma or, like, past, like, conflict that is resurfacing. Like, if someone's chasing you and you can't, like, see them or don't know who they are. That's exactly what was happening to me. I didn't know who the person was. It's, like, faceless. I wonder... I need to go to therapy now. Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) I wonder how many therapists have people come in because they had really crazy dreams. And they're like, I know it means something. They're like, no, you're just (laughs) dreaming. (laughs) You're fine. Um, Also, if you're being chased by someone of the opposite sex, then that means you are afraid of love or haunted by a past relationship. (laughs) Oh my gosh. Does it have to be the person? Or can it just be anybody? I think it's just anybody of the opposite sex. Or same sex if you're gay, I guess. I don't know. Just whoever you love? Are attracted to or in a relationship with. Let's let's do one more. So the internet says that having uh, dreams about death could reflect anxiety about change or a fear of the unknown. So it's like... You're fearing that you're like losing something or like whenever you some people like it whenever you die you don't know what's on the other side and so it's this whole idea that like you can't see what's coming and so death will sometimes be a representative of that in your dreams so like if you have a big change coming up and you like are uncertain about what it's going to be like you might dream of someone dying i have had this is what i've had the most recurring dreams of is my parents dying like i specifically remember when I was in college and I was, it was the summer break in between college and I was sleeping at my parents' house one night and I woke up from a terrible dream where my dad had died. Mm -hmm. And also just another just quick anecdote from that dream. He was chewing on a cigar while he was telling me he was dying, which was so weird. I'm dying. I'm dying, baby. And I woke up and I w- went into the kitchen because I was just like sobbing. And my mom was like, what's wrong? And I was like, where is dad? And she was like, he's in our room. After you just left his room? <laughs> no, I was in my room. Oh. But you left and then you said, where's dad? I went into the kitchen and I said, where's dad? And Because there's like, like three rooms in the Yeah, house. I was like, I didn't look very hard. And then I went into his room and I just saw him and I was like, oh my gosh, I'm so glad you're alive. I didn't know. Uh, he, uh, he was like, I don't understand why you're freaking out right now. Like, I'm dying, it's not a big deal. (laughs) I had a dream that my mom died, and my dad was choosing to die, too. We were, like, at dinner, and I was, like, mourning her. And my dad was, like, I'm going to go, too. Like, it was the notebook (laughs) or something, and you can just, like, will that. I was, like, Dad, that is so selfish. You cannot die, too. He's, like, nope, there's no reason going on. Like, (laughs) I was, like, so mad at him. So strange. I had a dream recently, within the past month, that my mom died as well. So, are you about to experience some kind of unknown? Maybe school starting? School is starting. Are you afraid of what's to come? I mean, yeah, this whole school year is going to be really weird. Change or fear of the unknown? That yeah. sounds like it could be... I don't know if we've real. ever said this on the podcast, but um, I'm a fourth grade teacher. And so, this whole COVID thing is just like kind of putting a damper on the school year. It's gonna just, it's a lot of change and a lot of yeah. weird things that we've never done before, so it's kind of gives me anxiety and just for clarity by fourth grade teacher she means drug dealer um so all the deals are happening virtually right which is just gonna be hard because how do you send drugs through email right Mm -hmm. (laughs) i don't know (laughs) brie i think you need to tell the audience about your wedding dreams guys it's kind of sad i have 
uh, <laughs> fairly recurring dreams um, that I'm getting married. Uh, and usually uh, I'm finding out about the fact that I'm getting married the day of the wedding and <laughs> nothing is really planned other than all the people are there at the place and you don't I'm, have a husband. I'm getting married. And yeah, that's a key factor is that I, there typically is not a husband or any fiance there. And I'm usually <laughs> like asking someone like, I'm like, okay, what am I going to wear? And they're like, you have to pick out a dress from all these dresses. And I'm like, oh, do they even fit? Like, I don't know. So I'm just like grabbing a dress off the rack. Right. And then I'm like, okay, what, like, what about anything else? Like, what times is happening? Like, how are we doing this? And they're like, you just need to walk out there and just, like, do it. And I'm like, okay, who am I marrying? And they're always like, pick someone. And I'm like, what? You're <laughs> like, like, I, I pick like, <laughs> Ryan Gosling. No, they're like, I'm here now. Like, I feel like I have to walk out into my wedding, and there's, like, all these people sitting down in the chairs, and I have to walk out there and be like, would you marry me for this thing? <laughs> Could you just come up here? <laughs> please, would you please marry me? I'm like, hi, I know you're technically dating my cousin, but would you just come up here and marry me really quick? Because I don't really have anybody else. You're kind of <laughs> my only last option. Or like any single guy out in this, it's like a 16-year-old. I'm like, listen, it's just for looks, and then we'll get an annulment. That's another thing. I've had dreams in the past where I've married people that I didn't want to marry, and then as I'm marrying them, I'm like, I don't want to do this as a mistake, but I just go through with the ceremony, and then right after, I'm like, okay, how do we get an annulment? That is so crazy. Yeah, it's really sad. And I actually had a wedding dream, <laughs> another wedding nightmare in this past month when I was recording my dreams. So and I'm in it. Katie's in it, of course. So Katie's getting married this year, and another one of our friends is getting married. And I'm uh, in both of those weddings. And so I had a dream that all three of us were going to have a group wedding together. Um, <laughs> like, because why not? You know, Who wouldn't do that? It's way more efficient just to, you know, a three for one deal. Um, everybody just come along to our group wedding. That's real special. Um, but here's the kicker. Once again, I did not have a groom and I was marrying myself. <laughs> <laughs> you're, <And> like, <laughs> you're like Sue Sylvester in Glee. Yeah. She had her, she married herself that in her is own exactly wedding. exactly what was happening. So Katie and Tierney both had their fiancés there and I was just marrying myself like in a dress. Well, actually I was wearing a white jumpsuit, which I thought was very progressive, um, and sneakers. And, but I got really stressed out because I realized my parents weren't going to pay for a real wedding if I eventually did find a guy. And so then I regretted How it. How dare they? I was like getting ready for the wedding and I was like, hey, by the way, <clears throat> like if I find like a guy someday that I want to actually marry, like you're going to pay for that wedding too, right? And my mom was like, no, sweetie, this is your one time. <laughs> this is your only wedding and you get to marry yourself. So <sighs> I'm nightmare. so sorry you went through that. Thank you. Okay, let's talk about lucid dreaming versus sleep paralysis now because it's something that Bri and I were talking about earlier and we just think it's really interesting and so I'm gonna go ahead and introduce what lucid dreaming is and then Bri's gonna talk about sleep paralysis so if you get scared of things like that just <laughs> skip this part getting spooked <laughs> so lucid dreaming is basically whenever you are aware that you're dreaming so it's kind of like awake but you're not awake like you can control parts of the dream you start to be able to control parts of your dream when you're lucid dreaming i actually watched a documentary on this when i was in college and it terrified me and it talked about how some people would lay still for 30 minutes and you can't move at all mm -hmm. but you have to keep your eyes closed so 
you're trying to get your body to fall asleep, but keep your mind awake. So these are people that are trying to lucid trying to lucid. Okay, and I feel like we had a friend in high school actually that was trying to make himself lucid sleep one time. Really? Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. No, I wouldn't. I did not want to do that ever. I mean, it sounds kind of cool if you were in control, right? But yeah. But the thing is, they were talking in the in the um, documentary about how some people would lucid dream and then they would have sleep paralysis mm. during their lucid dream, and mm-hmm. sometimes they would have people that they could like see in their dream. And like feel coming into their room, so I don't know if that's part of sleep paralysis or if that's part yeah. of lucid dreaming. But let's go ahead and transition into what you're talking about. Well, so I actually had sleep paralysis. I think I know for sure twice, but I may have had it another time. The first time that it happened was like a long time ago, and I barely even remember it, and it wasn't scary at all. But the second time that I remember having it was horrifying, and I was. Um, living uh, alone in a house in this really small town and so I was already ready like already kind of scared in general just like living alone um but I had woken up in the middle of the night from a deep sleep which is what happens a lot whenever you get sleep paralysis it's right like you're in REM sleep yeah you get REM sleep or you get something that's like interrupted your sleep and then um I so I was falling back asleep in the middle of the night and sleep paralysis is essentially where you're in this like mixed state of consciousness so you're half awake half asleep so essentially your mind is conscious but your body has paralyzed itself because your body automatically like shuts down whenever you're dreaming so that you don't like act out your dreams on accident and like become violent like violent and like hurt somebody um and so when you fall back like I fell back asleep my mind slipped automatically back into REM sleep but I or my body fell back into REM sleep but my mind hadn't like gotten there yet and so I like kind of dozed off and then I was like awake Mm-hmm. And I remember I like I, I'm pretty sure I opened my eyes because um, I was laying in my in my bedroom and I was looking up at my ceiling because I fa- I fell asleep on my back and I remember not being able to like not being able to move and trying to scream for help and like no sound coming out but like looking around my room and feeling like something was like coming for me or like I was being held down mm-hmm. like there was like this weight on my chest and it was literally one of the most horrifying experiences I've ever had in my life. And I, I ended up just falling back asleep through that, which happens often. People will just fall back asleep and wake up later and then be like, whoa, was that a dream? Or like, was that real? And I, I came to find out later that that was sleep paralysis. And it was so scary. I would hate that so much. Yeah. So I, I looked at like some of the causes for it. And it's like if you're really stressed out um, or if you have uh, like narcolepsy or if you're sleep deprived, um, if you fall asleep on your back, actually that can encourage it so anytime I'm I'm like having a really weird sleep cycle or if I feel like I'm sleep deprived I I won't sleep on my back I actually don't fall asleep on my back anyways but definitely not now I intentionally don't because I don't want to accidentally have sleep paralysis because I feel like I would still freak out again since you mentioned that the documentary I was talking about a little bit ago which I apologize I don't actually know the name of it I can't remember at all but there was a point in there that I was talking about where you had to lay there and let your body fall asleep before your mind did. Mm-hmm. And so for the longest time, and I think even now I still do it, I cannot let my body like just lay there. I constantly am like repositioning because I'm afraid oh. that if I lay there for too long, my body's going to fall asleep and my mind won't. And it scared me so <laughs> much for the longest time that I was going to have a lucid dream or I was going to have sleep paralysis. But 
whenever I think about lucid dreaming now, now that I know more about it, I don't think it's as scary as it sounds now. I think sleep paralysis is really scary, but lucid dreaming is more just like being aware of your dreams. Yeah, it's like... It's not supposed to be scary. It's not like a nightmare. It's like, yeah, you're... Usually you can like control what's going on, which sounds pretty cool. If I could lucid dream, then I would uh, have a wedding that was planned and it would be with a person <laughs> that I knew and I was in love with. And that's what I would make my lucid dream That'd about. That'd be a lot better. <laughs> what would your lucid dream be about? <laughs> it would be about me having as many puppies as I wanted. Wow. No gophers? No gophers. No gophers here. <laughs> um, but, oh, I forgot to mention, whenever I had my uh, sleep paralysis, it was just so crazy because around that same time I was watching Haunting of Hill House, which is this like terrifying horror, scary TV show on Netflix. And the it's girl, a great TV yeah, show. Yeah, and it is a great TV show, right? It's a great TV show. Oh, okay. Um, but <laughs> the one of the main characters, spoiler alert, she like has this like ghost, like horrifying spirit that like follows her around. Um, like through her adolescence and then into adulthood it like haunts her again like while she sleeps and so she wakes up and the thing is like hanging over her and at the end of it you've come to find out that she had sleep paralysis and that's what was happening because sometimes that like people describe sleep paralysis as, a, as like a demon or like some kind of entity like sitting on your chest and so that was what was happening to this girl in this show is she was having sleep paralysis and she was envisioning this like ghost haunting her and at the same time I'm freaking having sleep paralysis like at my own house and I was like what like that is so crazy like I wonder if those were I can't remember if I watched that episode first or if I had I think I had sleep paralysis and then I watched the episode and then I was really freaked out because then I was like that was a ghost you're like someone is haunting me yeah I need to move out and that's why I moved that's why you're here that's why I moved in here and I brought my ghosts with me they make the cats just do crazy things yeah they really do well now that we've thoroughly scared you we're going to go ahead and wrap up this discussion with a quick anecdote that Brie would like to share. So sometimes uh, I've heard of people that are not me that um, have dreams that they're like peeing on a toilet. Uh-huh. And then they wake up and they're actually peeing in the bed. But like not me, though. That's never happened to you? No, it's like some girl. I'm really proud of you. Thank you. For sharing have that. Have you ever experienced that? Never. I think it was Katie that told me that, actually. Never. It was not me. None of us... We, neither of us have ever I've never wet the bed. <laughs> Not even now. Not even as a child. No. Or a baby. I didn't even have a diaper. I just went on the toilet <laughs> as a newborn. <laughs> uh, Wonderful. Well, okay, I have this problem where in the mornings I dream about, like, things happening that would actually happen right when I wake up. So, like, I'll snooze my alarm and then I'll dream that I'm getting ready for work and, like, going out for the day. And I think it's so real. That's really funny. Yeah, and so maybe so then you're like, then you wake up and you're like, why am I not ready? Yeah, I'm like, why isn't my lipstick on? <laughs> I put it on for like ten minutes earlier. <laughs> Horrible. You know what time it is? Yippee and Skippy time. Woo, woo, Katie, what's your yippee? My yippee is that we just, me and my fiance, just finally figured out that we are going to be building a house. Yay! Which I never thought I would do at this age. Adulthood. I thought I would live in a rent house for the rest of my life. I probably will. <laughs> until, I, until I marry myself and become yeah. filthy rich. <laughs> until my income doubles because I marry myself. I marry, until I'm in a dual income household. I myself. claim myself as a dependent <laughs> uh. on my taxes. 
and other <laughs> other adult things. Other adult set. IRA. <laughs> yeah. And... <laughs> yeah. Keep going. <laughs> CD and and in the stock market. Um, stocks. In the stocks. So, <laughs> well, that is exciting, Katie. I'm like really excited for you, even though you're gonna move far away from me, which happens to be my Skippy. Is <laughs> that you're moving far away from me? <laughs> I don't. I won't be that far away, and I probably will be over here all the time. She'll be like 15 area. minutes away. It's gonna be the worst. It's gonna be so far. <laughs> so hard. <sighs> okay. Well, what? Now that I said my Skippy, what's your Skippy? My Skippy. Is that you're moving far away from me? Yes. <laughs> that actually is making me really upset that I have to move far away. I bet your real Skippy is that you're disappointed that you didn't marry me before I married me. I am disappointed about that. <laughs> we always said we were going to marry each other. <laughs> Domestic partnership. I cannot believe I went and am getting married to some man. I, know. I hardly know. This is really gross and not the plan. But We were going to have babies by the same man and raise them as our children. <laughs> yeah. We can still do that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> With your husband. <laughs> Perfect. Okay. Well, anyways, what's your real Skippy? My Skippy is how many flies there are. <laughs> it's just all the flies. <laughs> no, I'm, I am not joking. Bree and I's favorite thing to do together is to sit on our porch yeah. and just hang out. Mm-hmm. And the flies have been so terrible. They just, like, keep landing on me and touching me, and it yeah. makes me so upset. They're in our grill, for sure. And I don't like it. I don't like flies. I don't know why God created them. <sighs> I think that's um, the first thing I'm going to ask when I get to heaven. I'm going to say, God, why all the flies? Why? <laughs> why the flies? Why the flies? <laughs> what are they for? I guess they're for the frogs. Mm-hmm. Frogs eat flies, don't they? Sure. That's they, what they always depicted in children's movies. Brie, what's your yippee this week? So this past week, I finally watched the 2005 film starring Keira Knightley, uh, Pride and Prejudice, which is a Jane Austen book. We're going to watch it again tonight. <laughs> I watched it three times in the last week. Like, I don't know what it was, but it just struck me real deep. And I love Mr. Darcy. She wants to find one of her own. Even though he's, like, the most boring, like, straight-faced He's just so sweet. Ugh. Brie had me watch it, too, but I didn't watch the first 30 minutes, so... I was a little confused. So but. now now I'm on this, like, uh, literary classics kick with, like, female authors. So I finished Wuthering Heights by... Um, that was by... Emily Bronte, uh, which I did not like as much as I liked Jane Eyre. I loved Jane Eyre, which was Charlotte Bronte. So, but I'm just glad I finished Wuthering Heights because I've been reading that one for a while. I mean, it was pretty good. I can appreciate it. But, anyways, now I want to read uh, Pride and Prejudice by uh, Jane Austen because it was just so good on film. Yeah, I bet it was a really good book. Most of the time, I mean, I feel like books are way better than the movies so if the movie is that good then i bet the book's really good oh except you know what uh movie was way better than the book lord of the rings no i never read that one i never read it either but i've i'm just figuring oh i was gonna say twilight i'm just kidding <laughs> the books are so much better <laughs> speaking of which midnight sun came out in the past couple yeah of weeks. if you've read it let us know yeah i really want to hear about it i'm interested it's uh the series from edward's point of view so that should be a real uh interesting read Bree dared me to read it so i'm gonna do it i was like katie. i never turned on a dare <laughs> i thought i was gonna have to like bribe her with money i was like katie i dare you to read midnight sun and she was like uh-huh, okay <laughs> like so fast <laughs> So I'm, I'm excited. Well, now the listeners have heard you promise, so you have to do it. I will let you know Sweet. whenever I 
get enough money to pay for it. I don't have enough money for chicken nuggets. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well, I think that's all we have for this week. We do have uh, a request of you guys. We would like to ask that you go and rate our show on Apple Podcasts. Give us that five-star review. Help our podcast get out to other listeners because giving us five-star reviews helps our podcast Let's raise the on the charts yeah. and everything. And so we want more listeners so that we can spread the love of our beautiful voices. I already gave us a five-star review. You should do it too. <laughs> we just need two more. Just two more to hit our goal of three five-star <laughs> reviews. <laughs> And that will offset the one-star review that my mom gave us. Yeah. (laughs) I have one last thing to add. Um, Well, I guess two last things. First thing is everybody go follow our Instagram account. It is at girlbrainpod for really good content. We post polls on there for our our, uh, episodes every week. So if you want to get a shout-out or your information that you – want us to know on the podcast then that's where you need to go and we just have great stories with lots of funny things in them so you should go follow us there and second thing is we want to shout out a friend really quick who's been binging (gasps) our podcast and we're really thankful for him we're always shouting out boys wow boys are our most popular listeners i know they are (laughs) welcome to girl brain fellas (laughs) so here we go we're shouting him out our most beloved listener logan logan so thank you logan Logan, thank you for being here thank you for being on board with girl brain um we're gonna remember you when we're rich yeah we'll give you like one dollar at least maybe two maybe a shirt (laughs) whoa we probably won't give him a shirt (laughs) we might give you another shout out (laughs) if you want to be like logan or like nate from last week then (laughs) Send us a DM. Tell us you want to be heard. Call us. Text us. We're not going to give you our numbers, but if you personally know us, then you can do that. I'm sure everyone that listens to this already has our phone number. Probably. And just let us know if you want a shout out, and we'll pick one person, and we'll shout them out every week. Yeah, we will. So if you want to be that lucky person, let us know. And if you guys stick around a little bit longer, you can uh, listen to some of the recordings that Katie made when she woke up from her slumber. Um, the past month. I sound beautiful. And she recorded her dreams, and they are truly a gem. So just stick around for that. And you got anything else, Katie? That's all I have for today. Stay sweet, people. I had a dream last night that I went into a store, but I didn't have a mask on. But no one said anything. Um, and then I asked my friends if I should have a mask on, and they said, no, it's okay. And that's really all I can remember. Last night, I had a dream that someone made me eat corn that had a bunch of sour cream in it, and it was really gross looking, and it had, like, half a cup of corn and an entire cup of sour cream, and I was like, I'm not going to eat this. I don't remember who gave it to me, though. I had a dream that there was a bunny running away from a bunch of gophers and um, it was me and some other people who were in a really big backyard and we tried to save the bunny so we picked it up and um, we took the bunny and we put it in a hole, like a bunny hole, to save it and it 
didn't get very far because there was a bunch of dead bunnies in the hole. And, um, so we had to take all the dead bunnies out of the hole. But there was another bunny in there that was hanging out with the bunny that we saved. And then after we took all the bunnies out of the hole, we covered it with, like, leaves and stuff to protect them. And, um... Then at some point we were looking around the yard and there were just like a hundred gophers just like hanging out. They're really scary looking. And um then I don't remember how we tried to kill them, but we did. <laughs>